Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, we are back with Dominic Fister. He was on the last episode with us. We talked about Anthony Barr, talked about the Super Bowl, we talked about Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. So if you haven't heard that episode already, go check that out. But today he is here to talk about his life as a Vikings fan. So, Dominic, what age do you think you decided to become a Vikings fan? Oh, I can remember. It was I was in fourth grade when I decided when yeah. I decided to like the Vikings. Did you yeah. pick them or was it like your dad was a fan or something like that? So it's funny because my dad actually was a Vikings fan around the same age that I was when I decided to be a Vikings fan and he uh he got away from it. What? Actually just uh I, I just I got an article coming out about know. this whole story yeah <laughs> uh so he he was a big fran tarkenton guy so mm-hmm. loved fran tarkenton tarkenton retired in 1978 um so my dad kind of like got away from it for a little bit from there but uh there was this light switch in my grandparents house that was my dad's old bedroom had this vikings light switch okay. and the purple the shade of purple and that horn on the side of the helmet just always kind of stuck with me and uh as i grew up and started playing football uh i was playing running back at pop warner and Right in the you know prime of Adrian Peterson, yeah. so I think a lot of people before me kind of grew up, played football, and saw Randy Moss and kind of like yes. the Vikings that way. So yes. I grew up Adrian Peterson, uh, the whole thing. So I, I decided to be a Vikings fan. I love the colors. I love the shade of purple. Still do. I love yeah. the helmets. Still right. do. Um, my dad, you know, after the 2010 NFC Championship game when Garrett Hartley kicked the game, when it's probably like the most hurt I've ever been in my life. <laughs> watching that and uh you know i remember in my head this big box tv in my bedroom and had my little vikings hat on my head threw it at the tv it was just so mad how old were and, you and uh i was let's see was that 2000 i was like let's see 2010 like 12? i was like yeah 12 years old yeah i was 12 just just 12 <laughs> years old not not 13 quite yet yeah but uh yeah i think my dad saw that 
you know, emotion out of me. And he was like, man, like he told me the story about, I watched the Vikings lose the Super Bowl in 1970 and like, again in 1974 mm-hmm. and 75 mm-hmm. and 77. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I know, I know what you're going through. And I think seeing me have that, yeah. Seeing me have that emotion kind of brought those feelings back to him. So like, I'm, I remember he bought me my first Adrian Peterson Jersey mm-hmm. and then, you know, the Teddy Bridgewater Jersey. And I go. just got an Adam Thielen Jersey a couple Christmases ago. So yeah, I think it kind of, we, we, uh, I never grew up watching Vikings games with my dad. Obviously living in upstate New York, everyone's like, why the hell are you a Vikings fan? Right. But yeah, so that's the story. And yeah, where, where we're from, it's what giants or or jets usually bills. Well now, yeah. Now all the bills fans are starting to come out of the woodwork Uh, here. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, One good year. Now, now everybody likes the bills. Yeah. 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 Of course. Um, what was your earliest Vikings memory? Earliest Vikings memory is Adrian Peterson's game against the Cleveland Browns. I was watching ESPN top 10 plays, and this is actually like the moment I started like the Vikings was when he had this run on the sideline. Browns guys coming at him. Stiff arm. Stiff arm, yep. throws him out of bounds, finishes the run, and it was like, wow. Oh, yeah. I think that's, it was week one. Yeah, that's how you run the football. So I, I uh, that was it for me. Yeah, that was ridiculous play. And I, I think – I don't know if it was the same season. I feel like it was, but the they were playing the Steelers, and he caught the ball and he stepped on the dude. Um, that was the that was the year they went to um, same year, I think. The same year they went to the FC Championship yeah, game. Where yeah. he just he's just like, okay, I'm just gonna step on you. Uh, so <laughs> he, he runs over uh, uh, William Gay. William Gay, yeah, yep. runs over William Gay, and then yeah, runs out of bounds. But yeah, R- ridiculous. Um, what was your first Vikings jersey? First Vikings jersey was uh, Adrian Peterson. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's they funny because the people that I've talked to about like all fandom and stuff, it's it really is like the younger people are they got into it because of Adrian Peterson, and then the people who are around my age, which is like you know mid thirties, early thirties, is is Randy Moss. So it's kind of funny just to see, yeah, you know that it's and before before that true. it was Tarkington. Yeah, and yeah, I haven't really talked to anybody that's really older than me. So I'm sure that it was Tarkenton and then there's like if you just Tommy Kramer and, and yeah. some of those guys as well. So is there do you have any Vikings memorabilia? Yeah, I actually I don't I don't have anything no no autographs. No autographs, no? but okay. got a got a nice calendar hanging in the back of my girlfriend. Calendar. So. Okay. So you yeah. don't have any like cards or anything? I have a I have a little helmet, I have like a little sippy cup, like a little straw cup. Oh yeah. Vikings player. Um I've, I've a, I have a bunch of things. I can't think of, can't think of them all right now, but I got a cup. I got, I got the white switch still. It's, it's in my childhood bedroom now, but yeah, I got a, some Vikings collectibles. Cool. Um, have you ever been to a Vikings game? If so, how many, and then which one was the most enjoyable? Yeah. So my first Vikings game was in Orchard Park in Buffalo. Um, Same. And I got to watch. Kyle Orton lead a comeback drive and oh, throw a touchdown to Scott Chandler was, um, to lose the game. Was Cordell Patterson on the Vikings team that yeah, year? No, it was, it was Teddy Bridgewater and Cordell Patterson. And yep. he, I don't think Adrian, Adrian Peterson wasn't playing because of the whole child thing. I think that was, and what, 2014? 20, yeah, I was, a, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, yeah, I remember yeah. that. So that was, that was great. That was great. <laughs> and then my second game was in MetLife Stadium. Uh, I watched the Vikings play Jets in oh, Cousins. Killed them. They beat the Jets. Yeah, Thielen had that great touchdown. I was in that yeah. end zone. Oh, actually, my 
before that, I went to the 2017 NFC Championship game. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. Oh, no. my, my friend was an Eagle season ticket oh, holder. No. And that's actually what kind of sparks uh, why I wanted to write about the NFL. Because the yeah. way the way that, you know, the Eagles fans were, there was just like such a tight knit community mm-hmm. and like the electricity and energy in the stadium when like maybe a little too tight. Was playing. <laughs> maybe a little too tight, but just to see strangers wearing no, purple yeah. and just like be able to bro down with them. It was, it was just an unreal experience, but yeah. Yes, they are was, very, uh, they are a very passionate bunch out there. Not, <laughs> not my favorite group of fans, but I can admire their, their passion. My first game actually was in Orchard Park. Well, yeah, in Orchard Park. I don't know what it was called. I think it was Ralph Wilson Stadium when I went. Um, it was 97 in the Vikings and Bills. We had what, Robert Smith. He was the quarterback. Brett, or not not the quarterback, the running back. Brad Johnson was the quarterback. Randall Cunningham actually had to be the punter because the punter <laughs> was injured, and he won special teams player of the week uh, that yeah. year. So that, that was ridiculous. But, yeah, I just I remember, like, um, go, I think I went with my dad and my uncle or something, and uh, I remember people in front of us dressed in like Vikings horns, and Bills fans just like yelling at like these these this little kid like like get out get out of here. I'm like he's like five years old. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, have you ever been to Vikings training camp? I have never stepped foot in the state of Minnesota. Hey, same. It breaks my heart, but it's a bucket list <laughs> thing, and I'm gonna right. do it soon. There's no reason not to. I bought tickets uh back in may for the baltimore ravens <laughs> minnesota vikings game this year it's in is baltimore it, is it in baltimore it's is in it baltimore a, yeah is that a primetime game uh um, it's sunday one o'clock oh one o'clock maybe okay mm-hmm. yeah that's gonna be uh that'll be fun Lamar november Jackson. 7th yeah that'll be fun oh boy I, i'm not excited about that the vikings historically have been bad against running quarterbacks it's never a Ever a fun matchup. Um, so let's see. I mean, you can with us be writing for the Viking games now, you'll probably do this, but before did you watch preseason games? I would watch preseason games. Yeah, it was it was uh it, when Teddy Bridgewater was a rookie, I remember yeah. watching. I remember yeah, when Teddy Bridgewater was a rookie, I was following the the season when he was a rookie and then the season when before his leg gave out. I was following the preseason very, very yeah. closely. So, yeah. um, that's that's my uh, it's my job. So I have to watch like even like <laughs> that dreaded fourth game where like the fifth string, you know, wide receivers are playing. And you're like, oh, this is taking forever. Uh, sometimes those are exciting because you get like, guys like Kyle Sloter and Taylor Heineke and stuff like that uh, making the games exciting. So preseason games are are not too terrible. You just gotta power through um i think we've we've kind of talked about this i mean there's a lot of options to choose from but what was a time when the vikings made you angry oh man <laughs> <laughs> do we have enough time right this? right is a whole separate Zoom podcast quit out on that um i just we- think that they it was definitely 2017 i think that what like being at the nfc championship game and oh god, I don't even know if I could just pick this one. But they just looked like just so confused, and to be out there and just to not show up in that stage when you had an opportunity to play a home Super Bowl, and just to come out and not look prepared in the slightest, it, it was just so frustrating. I think like there's been a couple losses at Soldier Field, 
Oh, yeah. they, they had no business losing that really irked me. Oh, oh, actually, <laughs> the Seattle game last year really mm-hmm. made me mad. Mm-hmm. Really, fourth, really made me fourth mad. Fourth and two, did you want them to kick a field goal? I thought you should take the points at the yeah. time. Like, you know, you didn't have Dalvin Cook in the game, so mm-hmm. it's like you wouldn't give the ball to somebody who's not your closer. Right. Um, take the points. Um, well, I forget the situation. There was like 20 seconds left. It was fourth and two. I want to say... I actually want to say there was like maybe a minute left. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of time. I don't think Seattle had timeouts. I think no, it, no, it, it would have so. been a miracle. But uh, I think everyone, uh, everyone uh, watching at home, and if people were in the stadium, they would have been like, "Just don't, don't give Russell, don't give Russell Wilson hope. Like, yeah, just take the lead. If he ties it, whatever. Don't give him the opportunity to win the game because he's going to do it, and he did it." <laughs> he did. He made a longer drive than if he they went had, like the, almost the whole yeah, field. He went the whole field. Um, so on the flip side, I think there's an obvious answer for this, and then there may be something else. But when did the Vikings give you the most joy? The most joy? Oh, Minneapolis miracle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, when they beat the Saints second time in the playoffs, yeah. it was like just just an awesome. That's when it was more real. It's like this wasn't a fluke. You know, they weren't supposed to win it. They weren't supposed to win the feeling. The the Ball from Cousins to Thielen and oh, yeah. to Rudolph to win the game was just awesome. I remember it was just so great. I was sitting by myself at a bar. I just like had beer and wings and just could yep. not be happier. Yep. And it was just such a great way to watch the game. And to see them win that game was like really that was that was yep. really great. And then they got clobbered by the 49ers the very next week. So yeah, it was just they were so <laughs> not not built for that. No, but, it, it was, but I mean I don't think people after that season. I think a lot of people were satisfied that they beat the Saints because Saints were like heavily favored. There were a lot of people's pick to go to the Super Bowl, and the Vikings were like, "No, nah, we're just going to beat them." <laughs> that uh, was a that was a off season where I was like, I was okay. I was when they lost to the 49ers, after that, yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like when they lost to the Seahawks and Blair Walsh missed the kick. Or oh they, yeah, you know, there's been some playoff losses where it's just been so frustrating. Yeah. I remember watching Tavares Jackson lose to the Eagles. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. That was frustrating. Um, but when they lost to the 49ers, it was like, okay. like I think the Niners were the one seed. Um, yeah. It was just a better year. team. It was just oh, a better team. Yeah. They were, they were playing very well. They went to the Super Bowl. They yeah. were, what, like six minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. So, um, so how, speaking of, you know, joy and anger or whatever, how long does it take you to get over a Vikings loss? Um, probably about the, before kickoff the next game <laughs> yeah that long just yeah it probably it, it depends on the loss um right like when, after when, the seattle game so so the seattle game or or when you lose to chase daniel after michigan <laughs> got hurt and like that like things like that it just really hurt me mm-hmm. so that took me i think that took me a few weeks to get over because those are just like you look back at the end of the season and like you i don't think they made the playoffs that year i don't that was that was 2019. I feel like when 20, that was, oh, that was maybe the Chase Daniel game was the whole afterwards. That was the whole Diggs thing and Thielen thing. Where oh yeah, like you know our offense is terrible, and then Diggs mm-hmm. is like, oh, I have a cold. Not really. <laughs> yeah, uh, or John D. Filippo is always yeah. was was pretty t- tough to watch too. But right, yeah, yeah just just like you know, when things like that happen, it's just really really tough to get over. <laughs> um. So you mentioned. I think you just mentioned when you watched the the Saints playoff game, you were at a bar. But if given the choice, would you rather watch a Vikings game at a bar or at your home? 
Um, I guess that depends too. And it depends who, like, it depends who I'm with. I think, you know, you can't be drinking the prices of drinking at home and watching the game. (laughs) Sometimes being at a bar. Actually, I think I like to be home because I don't like a lot of outside noise when I'm watching the game. I will say this though. If I go to a game, I actually like to be up higher and watch the game. You can see everything, and I feel like that's the way football is meant to be watched because every clip of film is from that angle, yeah, and from that height. So I like to I like to see that and watch the safeties move and everything. Yeah, so you I, can I like, get like second level, fifty yard line, scolded. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watching it from a from a bird's eye view like that is why I wouldn't want to sit sideline. I'd rather be up. Yeah. Up top. Yeah. I felt I felt that way going. Uh, Syracuse games in the dome, like football games, just sitting, you sit all the way up top, and I'd be like, this is fine. I can see everything. <laughs> um, not that there was that many people going there, so I could probably sit wherever I wanted, because, you know, Syracuse, not not known, not really a football school. <laughs> uh, but, um, all right, so do you get nervous before Vikings games? Oh, NFC Championship, very nervous. Saints game, very nervous. Um, I remember... I remember just praying, just like, please just let them play at their best. You know, just, they don't have, I just want to see them play at their best. So those two games in 2017, because I really felt like they had a chance for the Super Bowl. Sometimes they, they've gone to the playoffs where I'm like, you know. In their own stadium. In their Yeah, in their own stadium. 2017, I was like sweating, nervous. <laughs> especially, especially, well, actually, I was more nervous for the Saints game. Both Saints games, actually. I was yeah. more nervous for both Saints games than I was when they were walking into Philly for the NFC Championship game. I thought we had it. Like, it was going to be a blowout. I thought, especially after that first drive. Right? Especially after the first drive. I was like, there's no way you lose the Nick Foles. Especially <laughs> after, like, they just had a tough time against the Falcons the week before. And yep. I was just like, there's just no way you're going to lose the Nick Foles. And they pulled the Vikings. <laughs> and 38 points later. Yeah, and then Nick Foles was beat Tom Brady too. I don't think. Yeah, that was just bizarre. You know, I I could sleep a little bit better at night knowing like we lost the Super Bowl champs. Yeah. After after that, so. Yeah. Yeah, I would rather I would have rather seen the Vikings play the Super Bowl in U.S. Bank Stadium though. Uh, (laughs) It would have been so unfair for the other team because they've been so loud in there. Um. Which current or former Vikings player would you like to see a documentary about? Oh, uh, obviously Randy Moss, probably Chris Carter too. I think would yep. be really interesting. Um, I also just think uh, there probably is one that exists, but one about like the purple people leaders would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, I think that would be a really cool one. I think there's there's some there's some probably some old NFL films like they have those yearbooks. Or whatever that are that are on there, but yeah, there's and, been and there's a, a thirty for thirty on Randy Moss. There's probably a yes, ton of stuff on Randy yes. Moss. I'd like to think of one of somebody who like actually, honestly, Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen's story is like. I think he's gonna like they're doing the Kurt Warner movie or whatever now. I think that's gonna they're gonna do something for Thielen too, just because it's it's like a Disney story pretty much. Like his uh his article in the Players Tribune, he's like selling dental equipment, going door to door. Yep. Yeah, so I think He'd, his story is just. He phenomenal. had to pay. He had to pay to go to a combine. He, you know, got on the practice squad. Then he got on special teams. Then he really only was able to start because what, I think it was Charles Johnson that got hurt or something. Charles then, Johnson. Yeah, right. What a name that is. Um, and then uh, you know, he's 
been doing his thing ever since. And I remember when we beat the Packers in 2015 to win the NFC North at home. Yep. Adam Thielen had converted was that, that the fourth fake, time. Was that, was that the fake punt? Was it a fake punt? Yeah. Yeah, the fake punt. Yeah. And he had, uh, I don't know if it was that year, but he had the the block too. I think it was against the the Panthers or whatever. Yeah. On, it, on yeah. Punt for mm-hmm. a touchdown. Yeah, and that's when everyone's like, "Oh, he's from Minnesota. He's great." And, and they're like, "He's gonna be a great special teams guy." And we're like, "Now he's you know all pro wide receiver." Um, let's see, who are the four Vikings you would put on your own personal Mount Rushmore, and they can only be on there if they have played on the team since you were born. Since I was born, oh, Randy Moss. I was born in '97. So. Oh, Mitch just made the cut. Just made the cut. So Randy Moss, Adrian <laughs> Peterson. Um, Adam Thielen. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like Harrison Smith never really gets the credit that he deserves. But I think when it's all said and done, like the Neil Hunter is going to be like one of the all-time Vikings greats as well. Like he'll be he'll be in like that Jared Allen category. Yeah. I think maybe maybe not a Hall of Famer, but I think the Neil Hunter is like a really really special. Yeah. He's tw- he's twenty five or twenty six still. Yeah, I think they should just like blank check whatever you want. <laughs> just please don't go. Just don't hurt yeah. your neck, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are the three teams you enjoy rooting against the most in the NFL? Oh, I hate the Packers. I yes. I just truly, truly cannot stand them and Aaron Rodgers. And it really irks me when people bring up the Brady versus Rodgers thing and try to say that Rodgers is better. And it's just like. It's so annoying. It's so because like because he can run around and like make crazy throws. Brady has what seven rings, six rings. Yeah, it's like what are you watching? But yeah, so definitely <laughs> the Packers. I like reading against the most. Um, I, I the bear like yeah the Bears are so annoying as well. I, I really <laughs> like they're just their offense was just so gimmicky with the mm-hmm. Trubisky thing and like mm-hmm. running crazy motions and like Tariq Cohen. They're just yeah they they bother me. They're annoying. Um. Those two for sure, and I like the Lions. I don't really even like consider. <laughs> I don't know. They don't. They don't bother me. They don't harm anybody. They're but fine. The Saints. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Saints would have to be the third yeah. one for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know. You know. What about you? Said you like. Not that you like them, but the like the Eagles weren't. Yeah. Too bad. So so I I just I have a lot of the the way like the passion that surrounds the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. is something like that I, I'll respect. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. Um, so, which NFL players do you enjoy? Which three players you enjoy rooting against the most? Uh, definitely Rodgers, number one. <laughs> that, number one, no doubt about it, Rodgers. Um, oh, man. I, like Cameron Jordan, too. Yeah? Definitely don't yeah. like Cameron Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to throw Alvin Kamara in there, but like... Yeah, he's, he gets on my nerves, but then he had six touchdowns last year. And yeah, like, All he's, right, okay, he's tough. Good. He's good, he, and I just don't want to do two Saints, but I have to. Um, I mean, Will Fuller is like for fantasy purposes, just like so good. <laughs> so just like figure it out, dude. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> Stay healthy. <laughs> Stay healthy, Stay my guy. Yeah. For some reason, I always felt like Marvin Jones would always torture us. He did. He had. I feel like he, he had always, like four touchdowns one game. Yeah, I always but feel I, like he tortures us for no reason, and then. He, he, he would go, he would like for some reason, Xavier Rhodes, whenever like, they go against each other, he just wouldn't be able to stop him. It's like you can stop Julio Jones, but you can't stop <laughs> Marvin Jones. Like, what? what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I think the Jair Alexander is starting to get on my nerves. And uh, 
the pack the Packers corner. Yeah, he's very uh, good. He's he's, he's, he's very, very good, very but he he knows he's very good. He knows he's um, very good. And he like even if like he like they lost last year, and I think he was still talking trash or whatever when they were playing the Vikings, and it's like you're losing. Um, <laughs> he's so, born to play corner, but he but he is good, so he has the right to to talk trash. Hopefully Jefferson will you know burn him for a couple <laughs> touchdowns this year. All right, so say a young kid comes up to you and tells you they're considering being a Vikings fan. What would you tell them? I said to. To be, I said this in my article too. What makes a Vikings fan a Vikings fan is like we're we're loyal people, we're optimistic people. And you just gotta you gotta carry that with you. You know, you get you can't. Um, you're gonna there's gonna be lows. There's gonna be some very a very lot. low lows. There's gonna be more lows than highs. I'll be yes. frankly honest with you. <laughs> um, and guess what? If you're really a Vikings fan, you're gonna have this blind optimism yeah. regardless. And so you're just going to have to be a hopeful, optimistic person. You're going to have to love this team unconditionally like the rest of us do. And you're going to have to stay loyal. And that's pretty much it. You're just going to yeah. have to be a really just optimistic, loyal Power person. through. Power through. Yeah. I mean, you look at maybe Patriots fans now, maybe some of the younger ones. Um, I don't think they envisioned like in the, the 90s when they were playing that their team was going to turn into a dynasty and get this random six round pick is going to be the greatest quarterback ever. Um, so I was looking at that and I'm like, well, you know, maybe you never know. Like the NFL's weird. Things happen. Um, so that's why I always seem to remain optimistic with the Vikings. Cause football's just so weird. Like an injury here, injury there, like things, things it's a, it's, it's truly a game of inches. Um, I think being really a Vikings is. fan is a, it should be a soft skill that you put on your resume because it's oh, like, <laughs> yeah. I know how to tell me about it. I know how to struggle. I know right? how to overcome. Oh yeah. Adversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's tr- yeah. I can, I can deal with pain. You know, I, I can, I can, <laughs> yeah. I can keep going. I'm determined. Um, but we'll get you out of here with this. Will you cry when the Vikings win the Super Bowl? A thousand percent. <laughs> I, I've thought about this moment. I've dreamt about this moment. So many, even like, I, I used to play Madden when I was a kid, and just like yep. I'd be like so happy when I win the <laughs> when the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like oh, finally, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely yeah. cry, no doubt about it. Yeah, you no doubt about it. Bills fans for sure. <laughs> um, all right, that's gonna do it for today. Thanks for joining the show, Dominic. Where can people find you on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, my name's Dominic Fister, P F I S T E R E R. My handle is at UG underscore 17 and U C C I underscore 17. There you go. Follow him out there. Check out his stuff on the Viking Age. He's doing some good stuff over there. Just wrote about Stefan Diggs. And uh, he's not, you know, some Bills fans aren't too happy about that, but oh well. Um, let's go check that out. Go follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, we will talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.